Baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs Mercy And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe But I got you pegged <laughs> But I don't know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face What is a boy to do? Good morning, Ron Ziegler from Pembroke Pines, Florida, with my mental health hour. Um, I am doing good. I am here with my beautiful wife, Brenda. Hi, everybody in Anchorland. Me and my wife are together, and we will always be together. And uh, <coughs> we still have COVID-19. And uh, the symptoms are coughing, diarrhea, vomiting, ringing in the ears, um, flu-like symptoms, fever, I have a fever, and uh, staying in bed today is what we're doing, and uh, just resting. And yes, we have mental illness, and we're doing okay. Uh, I called my psychologist this morning and spoke to her for a little bit. Told her what was going on with my situations. And uh, she said if I need her, I can call her on, on Zoom. And we can talk on Zoom. I like that Zoom. That Zoom is awesome. Uh, and uh, I am dying of kidney failure with renal failure and congenitive heart failure. I'm in hospice care at home. With my wife, my nurses come over and they take care of me. They'll be here this afternoon to see how I'm doing. Uh, they're very worried about me with this COVID-19 because I have no kidneys. Uh, I asked them about taking the booster. Uh, I took my shots. I got vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated, but they want me to... I asked them about taking the booster shot and they told me no because I have no kidneys. Uh, they're afraid that um, it would kill me, the booster shot. And uh, I can't take it. So I'm suffering as a result of not taking the booster shot. I'm afraid if I'll take it, I'll end up like Betty White. And I think that's what happened to Betty White. She died as a result of taking the booster shot. Even though she was quite... Elderly, she could have lived another year or, or more, but uh, I guess the booster killed her in some way. I don't trust it. It's a it's a man-made uh, vaccine, and I just don't trust it. I don't even trust the shots, but I took them just to protect myself and my wife. And uh, my wife took her booster shot, and she's okay. Uh, do you have any symptoms, honey? Not anymore. Not anymore. Because she took her booster shot. And she's doing okay. And, uh, I don't want any more frivolous arguments. And I'm doing everything humanly possible to stay away from people that are toxic. And that need professional help and don't even see they have a mental health problem. 
my suggestion to those people is get some professional help. You're not going to get anywhere with what you're doing by harassing people or bullying them. You're not going to get anywhere with that. You might as well shoot yourself in the foot and give yourself a purple heart because that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get anywhere uh, by harassing people that you can't get your way. So you're going to harass people and bully them. It ain't going to work that way because they're going to defend themselves. And that's what I'm doing. I'm defending myself from people that are a constant public nuisance to my surroundings and my serenity. And I will not let them take away my serenity or my peace or have peace of mind. I have peace of mind and that aggravates the fuck out of people sometimes. And that's okay. But I am well today. I'm not in hell and I have no spells. And uh, I am very sick physically in my health. But I'm well. And uh, it's through the care of God and my faith in Christ that keeps me going. Without my faith, I'd be dead a long time ago. I should have been dead a week after dialysis of not being on it. But here it is coming up on six months no dialysis I feel bloated I'm bloating I I still go to the bathroom I'm still functioning um, I have a lot of health ailments I'm bloating I've got swelling in my hands and feet and legs and arms but I'm okay I'm okay um, when I get better from COVID and I'm finally relieved of COVID. I want to start uh, going around my neighborhood again like I used to. And I would walk with my walker. And if I got tired, I'd sit down. And that's what I did. That's what I do when I go out for a walk. And I thank God I have that walker with the seat. I'm glad whoever invented that, God bless them for doing that. And... uh my wife and I are doing okay. Uh, when we have a problem that flares up between us, we go to our doctors. We talk to our psychologist. Brenda has a beautiful coping skills with me. She knows how to cope with me. She's been coping with me for 22 years. And she is very happy. I enjoy taking pictures of my wife. I will continue to do so. I love showing off my beautiful wife and myself because I have a beautiful lady in my life who loves me. And uh, for a hobby, I write to entertainers. I write to movie stars and, and stars, and I collect autographs. I tell them what wonderful work they have done, and in return I ask them for an autograph, and I send them artwork in return for their art uh, autograph. And I was, uh, uh, someone was accusing me of stalking stars, and I'm not. I don't stalk anyone in the industry, or anyone for that matter. And I've been, uh, accused of stalking stars, and I'm not. They are some, from, uh, a lot of them are friends with me on social media, because I met them at Star Trek conventions, and we became very close for uh, 
acquaintances, not friends, but acquaintances. And I got to, once in a while, if I see them on social media, uh, I'll say hi to them. And sometimes some of them will say hi back. How are you, Ron? How you been? And what's new? And uh, I enjoy doing that because uh, I've been given a great gift, and that's the gift of gab. I love to talk. I love being who I am as an individual. I'm not afraid of who I am or what I am. I'm a mental health consumer. I've been beat up all my life, bullied most of my life, and yet I survived all the bullied attacks that I've been through, and here I am. Here I am, surviving. Um, And the worst part about it, uh, in my bullying, uh, I verbally abused my family, and that was wrong of me. I regret what I've done in my youth, and I've done some terrible things to my family. Some of them will forgive me, some of them won't, and that's okay. They have the right to do whatever they want to do. And uh, my mom and dad are coming down to see me. My dad's going to be 91 next next Tuesday, and my my mom is 85. My dad forgave me a long time ago, my mental health. He saw me three years ago and he put his arm on my arm and said, I love you, you're my son. I forgave you for whatever you have done. And I said, thank you, Dad. And he said, give Mom a little more time. Mom has a vindictive personality towards me because of my mental health. It's not her fault and that she has that. It's my fault because I was an out-of-control teenager with uncontrollable mental illness. And I got diagnosed at age 13 of mental illness. And then on top of it, at that time in my youth, I was being uh, sexually abused by other teens inside South Florida State Hospital. And I I got beat up for gay sex. And they beat me up and they told me if I talked about it they would go and vandalize my parents house and to prove their point they went and vandalized it and um i told you that story many times and they came to the house when we went to a soccer game and tore up our house it was sixty six thousand dollars worth of damage killed our dog and everything else and it was just a mess it was just a mess and um i survived that attack uh, when I got bullied by the four guys, two died of AIDS, one died in prison, and one killed himself out of remorse. He wrote a letter stating how sad he was for sexually abusing me at age 13 when I was begging them to tell them to stop putting the pillow over my face to, so they could have anal sex with me. And uh, that was hard to do. That was hard to go through. And I went through a trauma as a result of that, never shared anybody that story. And where they put a pillow over my face and they tried to sexually abuse me during that time. And uh, I was petrified of being uh, tormented because I was afraid they were going to go after my family. And my, I had younger brothers that I was worried about because I was afraid they were going to be attacked as well sexually. So to protect them, I did what they wanted me to do. And... Uh, 
I kept myself sane during that time. I would watch shows that would inspire me to live better, like Star Trek and MASH. Uh, I got into MASH because MASH had a mechanism where they showed you how to use your anger and turn it into laughter. And the situations that they were in were so horrified that they turned it into laughter and and worked it out at the end and it was in their favor. And that's what I do today with my situations. I turn it into laughter. Sometimes I, I get uh, upset but that's because I have a mental illness. Um, I like shows like Dexter and, and Lucifer and and all the other shows. And I like Chips. And I like Hill Street Blues and Brady Bunch. I even love the Flintstones. <laughs> and the Jetsons. And uh, I, 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 I'm, in, I'm, I'm into entertainment. That's what I do. And... I know the reality between reality, and I know the reality between entertainment and reality. And uh, I just enjoy shows, and right now I'm watching a show called Bewitched, and uh, I love that entire cast, because that cast, I would, I'd laugh my ass off all day yesterday during during a situation I'm, I'm going through, and... I got to meet Elizabeth Montgomery years ago, and uh, I told her my mental health story, and she she wrote me back. She said, "You're wonderful for how you express yourself." I'm not afraid to tell someone I have mental illness. In my youth, I was petrified, and I was also ashamed of my bisexuality. I was petrified people would hate me before for who I am as an individual as a human being in my flesh, as I ate my raw flesh. <laughs> I know, I'm not, I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer, I'm Ron Ziegler, I'm a mental health consumer, and I have psychological issues, but I worked them out with my psychologist, and I'm doing just fine. And the reality is I'm well, and it pisses off my enemies, because my enemies are always going to be my footstool. And um, some people believe I need to be in an institution with no doorknob. Maybe they're right. Maybe I do need to be institutionalized. But not according to my Father in Heaven. He wants me to be on stage sharing my mental health story to the world. How I overcame it. I had a very wonderful sponsor who got me out of a a state-run facility where they were over-medicating me. They had me on Halodol, 100 milligrams a pop, and they put me on 200 milligrams of Latuda, and they doped me up to where I slept all day because uh, I went through an unnecessary grievance at that time. And as a result of that, it caused me physical health problems. Uh, Latuda causes kidney problems. So they put me on a different medication now. Um, I've been on Prozac for 30 years. Heard all kinds of horror stories about Prozac. It had some side effects, but I'm okay with it. I'm not afraid to share who I am, you see? 
I'm, I suffer from bipolar schizoaffect. Um, at first it was ADH, emotionally handicapped. And uh, my human experiences gave me my character defects, gave me my human characteristics as a human being. And I never thought I'd have a beautiful lady in my life. I thought I was going to live an intimate gay lifestyle. And uh, I decided I wanted someone to love. And I found Brenda. I had a girlfriend prior to Brenda. And I couldn't love her. Uh, her mom wouldn't let me love her. Because I had mental health and she had mental health. And her mom wouldn't let me marry her. I was with her for eight years, the girl. And uh, her mom died, and before her mom died, she said, tell Ron I'm sorry. And uh, I said, not a problem. I wanted to love her daughter and marry her daughter, but I couldn't because of mental illness. And the same thing almost happened with me and Brenda. Her mom was dead set, dead set against Brenda having a relationship because she didn't think Brenda could have anybody in her life. Brenda didn't think she could have anybody in her life either. Brenda has severe panic attacks. Uh, Brenda uh, is a schizophrenic. I don't care what people say. She does have schizophrenia. Maybe she does have autism a little bit. But she, she works it out with our psychologist. And when there is a problem, we go to our psychologist. And if we have a problem at the end of the night and we're laying in bed together, we tell each other how much we love each other, and then we thank God for giving us life together, and we hug each other and kiss each other and go to sleep. And we wake up the next morning and we thank God for a beautiful day. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't believe in God, and that's your choice. And it's okay. Just live life to the fullest. Even if you have mental illness. And don't be afraid to share it. If you keep it in darkness, that's where you're going to fall into a deeper hole. You're going to fall deeper into that rabbit hole. And that's the reality of mental illness. It's going to always keep you in that hole. But if you continue to dig yourself out, eventually you're going to win. And you're going to overcome all your obstacles. And I'm doing just that. And through God's grace, there go me, myself, and I. In the reality of mental illness. I am well. I'm not in hell. I have no spells. If you have any questions about my mental health, you have my phone number. You have my social media, you can contact me, email, however you want. I'll help you with your mental health. I'll get you to the psychology people you want to go to. There's, there's Henderson, even though I don't approve of it, but there's Henderson. There's also Nova Mental Health. There's also other programs out there if you don't want to go to those programs. But there's always some kind of mental health program you can go to. Um, I had a nurse that has a child that had mental health problems. And she's doing fine now. Because I gave 
her a pep talk on the reality of life with mental illness. I'm 56 years old and I've been through everything you can think of known to man. You name it, I've been through it. And uh, the worst part about what I've been through is the nightmares that come with it. I have severe nightmares from my past. And I tell my psychologist, and she's aware of it, I wake up in cold sweats and I scream. And I freak my wife out at night. And uh, I haven't done that in a while. But I am who I am. And uh, the most important thing is I enjoy wearing my wife's underwear. It's such an erotic feeling. And it's good to be sexual. It's good because it's humanity. And if you're not sexual, it's your choice. Sexuality is sexuality, and it's life. God gave you a choice to do what you want with your sexuality. And you live life to the fullest on how you see fit. Don't tell anybody what you should do with their lifestyle. It's not your business. It's theirs. And I love my wife. I love you. Brenda. You are the apple of my life. The apple of my life. Yeah, you're the heart and gold of my reality, baby. Yeah, that's my beautiful wife. And uh, I am very happy. I have an individual that loves me with her whole human heart. Not many people can say that, but I can. I'm well loved. And I'm very blessed. I I may not show my myself to my wife all the time, but when the times that I do, she knows it. Every birthday I buy her four dozen flowers. Every holiday I get her flowers, four dozen roses, candy, you name it. I do what I can. I go all out for my wife, and I take her out to a nice dinner, and I treat her. I treat her once a month. And uh, I enjoy being with my wife. She is my best friend, my companion, my lover, my friend, and mainly someone I can be with that loves me and has put up with me for 22 years. Yes, and we have mental illness. Are you afraid to tell people who you are, Brenda? No. Yeah, see? And she's not afraid. And uh, I told her if she ever wants to talk about herself on here on Anchor, she can. And maybe one day she will. Um, again, I just want to live a normal life with what I have. I want no more arguments. No more frivolous arguing. I want peace of mind. I want to rest. <laughs> I'm on borrowed time. I may have maybe another two months left to live because I'm on uh, the reality of no kidneys and I have renal failure with congenitive heart failure. And I'm now uh, getting blockage and it's kind of scaring me with the reality of uh, health issues. And uh, I can't see out of my right eye, so I'm having a lot of problems. And uh, I'm 
pretty much staying at home, and I'm, and I, I sit very close to the TV so I can see what I'm watching. But the reality is, I have no spells. I'm well loved, and uh, I'm not in hell, and I have a diverse captive audience that want to know who I am, and uh, I enjoy eating raw flesh. Mmm, I love those Heath bars. Mmm. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in to Ron Ziegler's Mental Health Hour. Uh, today is a, a day to relax, and uh, my nurse is coming over tomorrow to go food shopping for us. Um, she's a beautiful lady that uh, takes personal time to help me out. I'm very grateful for my hospice nurses, and thank you all for tuning in and they need to bring Dexter back man this sucks I missed my psychologist <laughs> but anyway have a good day everybody and if you're suicidal and you need some help get some psychology in your life see a psychiatrist call 1-800-SUICIDE or call 211 for help or contact someone to get some help if you're thinking of suicide, it's not worthy of doing that. I've tried that, and I survived it. And I I can tell you, it's worth living. I have a beautiful life with what I have, and I'm okay with who I am and what I am. Are you? Be well now. Bye now. <laughs>